0: Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and Jam. Hey
1: everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast. It's been a long time, been a few months since we said that, so... uh, We've been away for various reasons. We haven't been able to give you any content. Various things have been happening to members of the team, but we're, we'll try and start it up again and give you our two pennants on Tottenham Hotspur. Welcome back, Cam.
0: Uh, thanks for having me back, Ray. It's good to be back.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you've been changing. Your, you're not, no longer in Florida. So where are you based now then, Cam?
0: I'm now based in uh, Savannah, Georgia. Um, okay, great. Backwards and forwards from Florida, but right now I'm in Savannah.
1: Okay. Great stuff, Cam. So just a quick video to kick things off again. I want to do a, like a spaghetti western on the Tottenham season so far. So we want to get your views. We'll start with the good. What have you been happy about the season so far? Give us your thoughts.
0: <sighs> uh, it's, it's a tough one, really. I, I suppose the happiest I've been so far is with um, uh, Son's hat-trick and yeah. the re-emergence of Son uh, coming back as a force because I just felt that until he came back, uh, and being in, in in the team of Lichpin and the position that he plays in, that we just were not getting it together. So for me, that's probably been so far out of the last, what is it, eight games now? Yeah. Um, the highlight for me. Mm.
1: So I mean, the highlight is Son finding his form. What about, what about the goals from Richarlison in the Champions League? Was that not a highlight for you?
0: You know, I, I mean, there's two things I'd like to say about that. I think Richarlison has got a lot to offer. I think he's a, he is a good squad player, very good player. He cost more than uh, uh, Jesus did, than um, uh, for Arsenal. And compare the two. Who would you right now wish was in your team? That's why I want to ask you, Ray.
1: Well, I, I know you're saying because Jesus has got more goals, etc., but I, I want Richarlison any day of the week. The way he hassles, the way he tackles back, his 100% commitment to the role, and he's, the way he's taken to the crowd, the crowd's taken to him. I'm sorry, but I'll go with Richarlison 100% of the time. You wouldn't want to uh,
0: have signed Jesus for less money uh, and already got, what, eight, nine goals?
1: I don't know if he's got eight nine goals. He's got three or four goals in the Premier League, but no. Uh, Richarlison was. We did pay a bit extra for Richarlison, but that's the market at the moment. So I think he's going to come good. I think. Did you see the goals he scored against Brazil for for Brazil?
0: Uh, No, I didn't.
1: He scored two goals for Brazil. Beautiful goals for Brazil. He's really in form. He can play as a lone striker. I'm very happy with Richarlison. I wouldn't swap him for anybody. That's my answer. Score in the
0: Premier League, and until he starts getting on the score sheet in the Premier League. Um, I I, I wouldn't re- necessarily be happy with him. One of the biggest problems I've got with Richardson, and I, I think he's a good... Obviously, he's got a lot of skill. He's a very good player. And he hassles. He does everything else. Is his inability to stay on side when it matters.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's going to learn that. Yeah. Yeah. He's I mean... That
0: at Everton, you saw that at Watford. He's a, if he still stayed on side, literally by about that much, mm. right, how many more goals would he have had?
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully that will come. You know, it's difficult when it's a fast-moving... <clears throat> Fast moving team. Yeah,
0: yeah very mindful about that. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. So the main thing for you has been Suns' hat trick, uh, form oh, anything else, or just that's the main thing for you. Anything else?
0: I, I think for me, the great thing is is that um, Kane started scoring in August. I know he did a few last year, but he'd always mm-hmm. had this thing, this bogey about August. But yep. if he had the bogey of August this year, we would have been absolutely screwed. So I'm so glad that he sta- He he did that. I think the great the great thing for me has been that Kane has been scoring regularly without playing well. I don't yeah. think by yeah. any stretch of the imagination he's playing to his capacity. But that's Kane. He starts slow and he builds up through the season, right? Okay. I see that when you the way that he played for England. So the fact that he can score when playing so badly I mean, it's quite scary to think how he would score when he plays well, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah. but but the team as a whole, we've been winning games and not losing games, but we haven't really clicked 100%, have we? So I think that's a good sign, isn't it?
0: It's a good sign. It's a good sign. But who have we played so far? We played Chelsea. We were lucky to get a draw there. West Ham. Uh, West Ham, we, well, I mean, West Ham, are are they second bottom of the table? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: that should have been three points, not a draw.
1: Yeah, but I agree with you. But the teams like Wolves, Southampton, last season, we would have lost those games, you know, but we still won them even though we're playing badly. So I think it's, it's, it's positive.
0: It's, it, that is a positive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there is a thing to say about Conte's style of play and the players that we have um, yeah. and the, the, the fact that we go for anti-possession, as I'd like to call it. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, are those the players that can, can do that? I mean, when you put uh, uh, Davison Sanchez on and play a defensive game, an anti-possession game, you know you're going to get stung.
1: Mm-hmm. When you play
0: an anti-possession game with someone like Emerson Royale, who's that both of these are weak links on one side of the pitch. You're going to get stung. And I think that that is, you've got to look at the, way, the style of play that Conte wants and the players that he's got. And whether they fit or not is what worries me.
1: It's an interesting thought because I was listening to a podcast and it said that when he won the title with Inter at December, they were actually really, really bad. They lost a few games and all that. But once he got the system right and they knew exactly what they were doing, they just killed it the rest of the season. So I'm hoping this is going to happen here. Um, one other thing before we go on to the bad is, um, Hugo Lloris, I think, has been excellent this season. They've, I've been really, really happy with Hugo. He's kept us in the game many times. What do you think of Lloris's performances?
0: Well, I think that the fact that he's actually got some competition with Fraser mm. Foster makes a big difference. Mm. I mean, um, I'd like to make one point to say that. I mean, if we thought Gallini was bad for us, I think going back to Atalanta, is even worse for them.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. That was a terrible mistake. And getting someone like Foster in, who, I mean, let's face it, is a massive goalkeeper. Yeah. And has had some has some monster games. probably keeps Lloris on his toes. Gets him going, and he's been an excellent. You've got to have that level of competition, you yeah? know? Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. It's good. It's good to have a number two. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So let's move on to the bad, then. What's been the bad for you so on the season so far?
0: You know, the bad for me has been... Oh, can I go back to the good before we move yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely.
1: More, the more good, the better.
0: Whilst they are talking about this. And that is um, uh, Perisic.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, a player he's is amazing a...
1: Amazing player, yeah.
0: I mean... What upsets me about Perisic is give him the ball, make him put in a cross. Nearly every other cross that he puts in creates a, a goal or opportunity. I mean, his crosses, we've never had a player who can cross the ball like that. Maybe you know Ericsson could make some passes, but Perisic's passes have been just unbelievable, right? And why he's not being encouraged to do more of that, I don't know. He should take every corner, he should take every free kick. You should take every dead ball situation that exists right across the pitch for me. Uh, The guy with the ball, I mean, his pinpoint precision crossing that's led to so many goals and assists. Absolutely. something that we've missed for, I don't know, years. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I'm just thinking, imagine if we had the same level of expertise from the right-hand side. We'd be so dangerous, crosses coming in from left and right. Amazing.
0: Absolutely. I mean, well, we don't know because we've got... uh, um, that we'll,
1: we'll go on to that when we talk about the bad. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's go to the bad then. So we're talking Spaghetti Western, good, bad. Let's go and talk about bad then. Go on.
0: Well, give me some of your bad.
1: Bad, uh, Emerson Royale, obviously on the right-hand side, he still hasn't been able to do it. we still still um, struggling on the left back, although I think Longley's done pretty well in certain games. You know, he's a good option to have from Davies. One of my bads is the thing is, why is Yves Basuma not playing in central midfield? You know, I mean, this guy needs to play. We've got to find a way to get him in the team somewhere. Whether it's we play a three-five-two, or, you know, it's Hojbjerg and Basuma, We've got to play. Or, but how do you drop uh, Bentancourt, you know? So we've got to find a way to get him in there. Uh, those are the main ones, really. I mean, other than that, I've been happy. So what do you think on the bad side?
0: Well, for me, the bad side is think you're absolutely right. Signing players are not playing them. yeah why Why didn't
1: brian gill is one of those guys you should have let him go
0: right so we bought him brian gill the season before last i don't even know who he is right now Mm. yep technically we're supposed to be gifted everything that we wanted never played uh jed spence um supposed to be the one the best player that nottingham forest had they bought 19 players or whatever apparently he's still one of their best players i haven't even seen him what is it five minutes he's played um who else? Have, I mean, the other signings that we've had, Besouma. I mean, you know, when he was at Brighton, he was Brighton. I mean, he was absolutely incredible. Remember that goal he scored against us yeah. last season? Yeah,
1: yeah, I remember that one. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, uh, it, probably ninety percent of the Premier League teams, he'd be, he'd be on that first eleven sheet every single time. Doesn't really play, um, and that I don't understand. I mean, I understand it's a long season; we've got a long way to go. Um, but these players need to get match fit. Sitting there doing very little is not going to help them, right? Um, and I, I think that that's, 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 that's critical for me. The other thing for me is um, I expected more from Kulishevsky. I think he's a fantastic player and a fantastic opportunity for us. But his goal scoring's dried up for me a bit. And I really think that since after that Southampton game, he hasn't really delivered what needs to be delivered. And I think that... Uh, um, Richardson and Kulishevsky need to start getting more fit finishes and more goals for us because we can't just rely on Kane and Son.
1: No. Well, going back to Kulishevsky, do you think teams have worked him out now? I mean, it was a bit of a, a new thing in January, didn't know how to play, but do you think teams have worked him out now? That's why he's becoming less effective?
0: I think that he's very good on the ball. I think he can work well with the ball. I think that he lacks pace. If he had pace... Yeah,
1: he's got him, yeah. He, he,
0: Anyway, it's a young kid. I mean, why does he lack pace? I have no idea. Get him mm. fitter. He looks bulky. He looks a bit too pedantic. I think his skills are, are, are second to none. You add a, a more uh, um, life physique and get him running a bit faster, I mean, he'd probably be one of the best players around. I think that's what mm. he lacks. Because he gets the ball, he takes on players, but yeah, he... he- doesn't have that, that you know, 10, 20 yards of pace to move in really fast to get into positions where he needs to be in.
1: OK, just a quick point f- before you finish the bad. What's your views on uh, Ryan Sessignon on the left hand side?
0: Um, I don't think he's, um, I think, a good squad player. I don't think he's delivered enough. Mm. I don't. I think when Perisic is there, it's a completely different story. Um, I, I, I mean, you know, the hope that we had for Cessignon and the fact that uh, um, are you saying to me that he is an upgrade to a regular? I don't
1: think he is. No, I don't think so. I mean, he's um,
0: as you think. I right, think he's a good spot player. player. He's why did he fall out of favour
1: suddenly? I don't know. I think, um, Sessignon's a good player for the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup, but when it comes to Champions League or the league, I think it's got to be Perisic all the time.
0: What
1: happened to regalon He's gone on, he's gone on, um, loan to Atletico Madrid. I don't think Conte didn't want him. Why? Because I mean, he couldn't follow instructions. He'd get into the final third and there was no end product. And I think Conte had enough of him in the end. Yeah.
0: And uh, uh, Brian?
1: Sorry, Royale, I don't I'm not. I think Royale defensively is quite good. I, I think, obviously, good, very good. I, th- I think str- struggling to cross, and I don't know whether what Conti sees in him, but who else are you going to play on the right side? It looks oh. like he's saying Spence wasn't his signing. I don't know what's going on there, but I would give Spence a chance. He's got to get into this team eventually.
0: The other thing I want to say is that Doherty, before he got injured, was getting absolutely incredibly going forward. Yeah, yeah. Goals, suddenly clicked in the system, got yeah. injured nowhere to be seen
1: again yeah yeah apparently he hasn't recovered from the injury it's never been the same apparently from what they've seen in training so you know that's what i'm hearing i don't know if it's true or not but okay that's the bad what about the ugly then this is the interesting part where's the ugly coming in
0: Wow, well, the ugly i think the ugly has got to be the lack of possession yeah. um the, is that such an
1: issue though let me put something to you if we have a, a match with somebody it's 80 20 possession and but we win three nil do you really care I don't care.
0: What we care about is a way that we sit back and allow teams that are mediocre, that aren't good enough, to suddenly attack and attack and attack. And mistakes are going to come in as the season wears on. And as players get tired mentally, physically, in other ways, and uh, their bodies start to, to change, to, you know, to, to feel the wear, wear and tear of the season, mistakes are going to happen. And when you let teams like that just come onto you, whatever team it is, it doesn't even matter. We let Forest come onto us, we made Forest look good. Right, uh, West Ham we 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 we, we made it look fantastic. They should have probably won that game. That to me was the ugly. West Ham was the ugly. You um, will
1: get found out eventually if you let teams come onto you too much. Yeah. You will make mistakes and 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 then you will struggle. I think. Yeah, you're yeah. right on that one.
0: And but Chelsea, that's what you got
1: a squad for, isn't it? That's why we have got a bigger squad.
0: I uh, know but I mean, you know, we you know, the, the, as you say, the best form of defence is offence. Yeah. They can't score if they if you're in their uh, in their six yard area, can they?
1: But let me put this to you, Conte's played that way for Chelsea, with Chelsea he's played that way with Inter, it's reaped results for him, why would he change now? I mean, I don't think that's... Has
0: he got the players though? Well,
1: this is a different thing, you see, all the players that we signed are the same players he wanted, so obviously he hasn't got everybody he wants, but he's got some of what he wants, so we should be better in that sense
0: i think i think in going back to the good one of the things that we should mention is the um the growth of eric dyer i think this season he's been phenomenal he's been great he's been good for england he's been everywhere else um i think romero's got a long way to go to fulfill his potential great yeah. i've got so much to do but you know temperament is a he big got
1: down for the second goal didn't he the sporting goal
0: yeah yeah absolutely and i think long is a lot better than davis no. <laughs> i mean you know I know him in every
1: every game. His passing is is passing is immaculate, isn't it? Long legs passing,
0: and he's um he's be- he's just a better player all round.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: The good matches are good. The ugly for me has been um the the way that we have given up the midfield. Mm. That we just, I mean, I don't think Hobie and Betancourt are commanders enough. That 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 dominate and control the midfield. I don't think two in the midfield is enough. It works if you're, a, if someone like Dyer can step forward and, 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 cover that. When you put Basuma in there the last game, when we had Basuma in behind those two, I thought we were phenomenal.
1: Yeah, we were great then. So do you think 3 5 two is the way to go then? But then you've got to get rid of Rashalison and Kulisevsky then. Yeah.
0: But I mean, it releases Javier to make passes. It releases mm-hmm. Benton Court to go forward and make passes. Yeah. But yeah. you can't have a two midfield and expect to, like, when you've got four coming at you, to be overrun in the way that we are. And it, you know, at some stage, we're gonna get, we're gonna get yeah out. Yeah.
1: Three five two seems the way to go, but then you're gonna lose, a, a, you know, an attacker. But that is up,
0: the ugly for me. That, that that midfield surrender is the ugly. Okay. Playing on the counter when. You played on the counter all the way through, with the, apart from the last game uh, with Son, who was completely out of form. Mm. It all broke down. It was all about Son's pace and his ability to run right and put the ball in the net, scare the other players, the team to be scared of the, of moving forward too far because they knew what would happen. But he was so out of form. That, but let me
1: put let yeah. me put this to you: We play three five two, two centre backs against our two attackers. If they get marked out, of the game. Who have you got running deep to get into those positions to add extra, you know, threats into the penalty box? Well,
0: this is where you change it. That's where you bring Southern and you take somebody off. But I think if you put Bissouma behind... Um, um,
1: Benton Cohen,
0: And Hoibierg, right? I mean, it break, the way that he breaks up the game and breaks mm. up the teams and gets him there and takes that ball and spreads it around and allows them to go forward and has the confidence to know that someone's got their back, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got a different game. I mean, that's what he's—he's he's fantastic at that. He, you think
1: you use that formation in the North London Derby?
0: Well, I hope so because otherwise they're going to get overrun. I mean, Arsenal yeah. are um, looking uh, phenomenal right now. I mean, they've lost party, which is good.
1: Is he? I thought he's coming back. Is he? I don't know. They said he's going to be fit, but let's move on to the North London Derby then. Talk a bit about the game, and you know, we've got a few minutes left. To give us your predictions on that.
0: <laughs> I think the North London Derby. Uh, I think that the problem that I've got with it, and we're going to go back to the ugly here, yeah. is that Arsenal are going to raise their game more than we are.
1: Why are they, though?
0: I don't know, because last season we destroyed them at White Hart Lane. Uh, there was a bit of vengeance to come back mm. there. They've, mm. uh, they, Their they, 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 season felt, even then, when, when we when we beat them at White Hart Lane, they still hadn't had their fourth place in the bag.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were four points ahead with three games to go, yeah.
0: They fell to pieces. We yeah. destroyed, destroyed their confidence. We destroyed everything about them. Yeah. And so there is this thing about, you know, they want vengeance for that, yeah. right? Their fans want vengeance for that. Everybody wants vengeance for that. My view is they've started very well. They, um, they look, I mean, I was so disappointed with Brentford, the way that they played against. Yeah, Brentford. that's really but, bad, wasn't it? But, yeah. but when you, you know, in the cold light of day, when you look at it, you could say, they were neutralised.
1: Yeah, but going back to what you said about who have we played, who have they played? They played one decent team and lost 3-1. Yeah, but, you
0: know, this is where they, this is the season for them, isn't it, tomorrow, tomorrow on Saturday?
1: Yeah, this, that's their season, yeah.
0: Next Saturday, it's their season. And yeah. for us, we've got to we've got to raise our game. We've got to have...
1: Something. I think with Conti there, they're not going to go in there and not raise. But imagine the statement, we go there and we win, slap some down.
0: I'll ask you one thing, right? If you play the possession, the non-possession game against Arsenal, what's going to happen?
1: You're going to lose. You're going to lose because you won't be able to sustain all the. You can't thwart all their attacks. They're going to get through eventually and score. The good teams will. So you've actually got to play another way. But can Conti play another way?
0: I don't know. Yeah. Oh no, that's a big thing, isn't it? Because the other thing that we have been, which is going back to your ugly, is the lacklusterness. And sometimes the team clicks against Leicester but probably the worst team in the Premier League right now. Yes. Um, uh, and sometimes they look so lethargic and so dead.
1: Yeah, they can't play rubbish in the first half and expect to just come again in the second half because games could be over by the first half. They're 2-0, 3-0 okay. yeah. down. It's finished.
0: they 3-0 down at, 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 um, uh, at the Emirates, right? And at at halftime, it's been it, not coming back. No. They're not coming back, are you? We've got to go out there and try and win the game.
1: you got to try and win the game. OK, Pam. Okay. Listen, it's been great talking to you, man. Um, good to start back these podcasts, so we'll keep trying to do it. Um, uh, final thoughts to the Tottenham fans before we close the podcast?
0: Great start to the season. I've not lost a game yet. If we could keep that on, we're going to win. If um, uh, City hadn't signed Haaland, I'd give ourselves a chance to actually uh, may potentially win the whole thing. But... um Top four is definitely for the taking. I am looking forward to us whooping Liverpool next month and uh, beating Man United and beating Arsenal, because I think we really can. I think that Conte's tactics against the top four, top six teams will be different than what it is against the lower team. Because that's he, an
1: excellent point. I think that's a really good point. He plays differently against the top four, doesn't he?
0: The, the game opens up because they don't play with 10 behind the ball yeah, uh, uh, And so we play the same. The game mm. opens up and, you know, we, it's more expensive. So I okay. believe that uh, the, the, my, my biggest thing about the game against Arsenal is if Kane and Son shine, we'll destroy them.
1: Yeah. So what's the, uh, let's assume Kane and Son are going to shine because Ke- uh, uh, Sonny scored a brilliant free kick for South Korea. I don't know why he doesn't take the free kicks for us, but anyway, it's another discussion. What's your prediction for the North London derby? 3-2. I'm not going to ask to who. You didn't say to who.
0: (laughs) I think to us. I think there's no way we're going to stop Arsenal from scoring.
1: No, but there's no way they're going to stop us from scoring, is there? That's
0: what I think. I think they are weak. I mean, Saliba's been fantastic. Saliba
1: looks like a great player. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, you know, there is an issue there. But I
1: think Conte will have a plan around Saliba. I'd hope so.
0: I'd hope so. Okay.
1: All right, man. Thanks to everybody. And uh, come on, you Spurs. Cam, come on, give you us words before we yeah, go. Yeah. And we'll hopefully see you after the we're gonna do a show after the North London derby cam. You're gonna make yourself available, aren't you? I'm
0: available Saturday morning and going nowhere. A, for me, it's a 7:30 AM kickoff. So I'll be available straight away.
1: Yeah, perfect. Thanks Good. everybody. We look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Take care and speak to you soon. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks, Ray. Bye. So you've been listening to the Spurs ninety-five oh one podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.